0: Welcome to the Eating Habits for Life podcast. I'm Kate Johnston and I'm an eating habit and weight loss coach for career women. I'll help you become the person who no longer has bad eating habits and loses the weight she really wants to in a way that lasts. Let's start. Hi there, welcome to the podcast. I have a good one for you today, I'm excited. Although I did realize very recently that I get excited to record every podcast episode for you. Now, I'll admit I like certain episode topics more than others, and I feel better about how I presented some topics more than others. But before recording every episode, I do feel a bit of excitement. I really feel that I'm actually talking to you in the moment, like you're here sitting in my office in front of me. So fun. So today I wanna talk to you about dining out while losing weight, because yes, you can go out to eat dinner or breakfast or lunch and still lose weight in the process, But you have to be a little bit smart about it and know a few things beforehand so that you can enjoy yourself without feeling like you've overeaten. And you not only want to just be able to enjoy yourself in the moment, but afterwards, you don't want to feel that guilt or disappointment in yourself, right? First, before I dive completely in, I want to just tell you a quick way for you to start changing your eating habits and losing some weight in a steady, maintainable way, and that is by getting Sunday morning tips from me every week. They're more than just tips. They're oftentimes insights into your mindset, especially when things aren't going well or aren't going as planned. There are also tips to help you get through the week feeling a little bit more in control of your eating habits. I've had several people tell me that they've lost weight and improved their eating habits just with these weekly emails. And of course, they've lost weight because they've improved their eating habits, right? They're short enough to read within the first few sips of your coffee, tea, or water in the morning. So to start receiving the tips and insights every Sunday morning, just go to my website and you'll see the menu option for weekly tips. My website is katemjohnston.com, so K-A-T-E-M as in Marie, my middle name. Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N.com. And I'm also linking it in the episode description right on the podcast listening app that you're listening from, whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, all the ones, right? Also, if you're listening to the episode on the episode page on my website, Just scroll down and you'll see the link for the weekly tips as well. So basically, there are links all over the place for you to make it easy. All right. I'm going to break down dining out while losing weight into planned dining out and unplanned or kind of more spontaneous dining out, right? Some of these tips that I'm going to give you will apply to both. So... I will sort of be bouncing back and forth a little bit, but it'll still be pretty darn organized. So I'm going to start with unplanned dining out first, meaning when it's more spontaneous. Examples of this might be when friends ask you out to dinner or to happy hour last minute. Another example would be when you've had a busy day and you tell your spouse or significant other or your children, let's just go out to eat. For unplanned dining out while losing weight, this is my first tip. Try to be the person that chooses where you're going to dinner or where you're ordering out from. You can even explain why you want to be the person who chooses, right? And everyone else who's with you will probably understand that you're trying to choose some place that would have some healthier options for you, right? Right. If you're ordering out, don't be afraid to order out from two different places if need be, right? So for example, if your kids and your spouse or just your spouse or just your kids wants pizza and you prefer sushi and you feel that sushi is more in line with your eating habit and weight loss goals, then if it's convenient enough, order from both places, right? Or look at restaurants that have the healthy options, like I said before. Otherwise, if you're leaving the choice to someone else, you have no idea what they'll choose. They may choose some place that has no good options for you. You're also going to want to keep in mind that when dining out, you can have a little bit more control over what's in the dish if you ask them to decrease, increase, or eliminate certain ingredients. Don't be afraid to ask if you can modify something on the menu. These days, with so many dietary restrictions and allergies, kitchens are used to modifying many of their dishes to accommodate people, right? And really, most people refrain from asking for a dish to be modified because they fear what the people either that they're with or the wait staff or the kitchen staff might think of them if they ask for something to be changed or eliminated or modified, right? So if that's you, what are they really going to think of you? I mean, honestly, they're going to think that you either have an allergy. A strong dislike to a certain ingredient, which is totally fine, right? Or that you're watching what you're eating and maybe they'll think that you're picky, but who cares? Does that really harm you? What matters more to you, enjoying your meal and still feeling like you made a good choice or worrying about what someone might think? When more than likely, they're not thinking something as negative as you're thinking that they're thinking, right? We always perceive things to be far worse than they really are. We always fear that people are thinking negatively about us, and they're usually not, right? So this also applies to planned dining out, of course. Okay, next up for unplanned dining out while losing weight is to make sure you're hungry before you eat anything. This also, of course, applies to to planned dining out as well. If you're not hungry, but you're going out with a group, then maybe just order something to go for later on when you may be hungry or sip a beverage, even if it's just a glass of water with lemon in it. Now, just a little warning, you may start to feel hungry when you see the delicious looking food and smell the food when it's brought out to the other people that you're dining with. And if you feel like the hunger kind of comes on quickly like that, it's most likely more desire rather than true hunger because true hunger comes on much more gradually. But if you're feeling hungry when you get to the restaurant or the hunger starts occurring very gradually instead of all of a sudden, then order something on the menu. When you're losing weight, especially when you're doing it by healthier eating habits, it's really key to learn to eat when you're hungry and stopping right before you're full or when you're just the slightest bit full, right? This is something that you may have to learn. And just because you're out to eat with other people doesn't necessarily mean that you're hungry or that your body actually needs food yet. So don't be afraid to put it off and just order something to go If you feel like you might be hungry later and you don't want to miss out on whatever's on the menu. What works for some people is also just having a bite of someone else's food, but just be aware that they may not appreciate that. So always check beforehand and just remember that if you end up having a few bites of everyone's food, that could end up being an entire meal. All right. So, this leads me into the next one, which is to not eat to the point of being overly full or uncomfortable. You want to eat to the point of just barely being full or just before this point, more ideally, especially if you're losing weight, just before this point, right? You want to basically eat so that you're no longer hungry, but not necessarily feel like your stomach is like full, right? Like sticking out full. A good way to ensure that you're doing this is to check in with yourself at least once during the meal. Maybe halfway in, or if it's a large portion, maybe like a quarter of a way in. Check in with your stomach. See if your stomach is no longer hungry. If you are still hungry, then eat a few more bites. If you're no longer hungry, then put the fork down. You can even ask the wait staff for a to-go box so that you can immediately put the rest of the food in there and be less likely to continue eating when you don't really feel hungry anymore. And of course, this tip also applies to planned dining out while losing weight. So not just unplanned, but also planned. Another big tip for planned dining out is to look at the menu ahead of time and decide in advance what you're going to eat at the restaurant. So this is a biggie for the planned dining out. Then be sure to stick with that plan. Even if you're tempted by something else, when you get there, remember, you chose that thing for a reason initially, right? Or maybe even several reasons. So you remind yourself of that. And now you need to show your brain that you follow through on your intentions, no matter what. Getting into the practice of following through on your intentions, no matter what, helps give you the confidence and it helps show your brain that you're someone who follows through. You're not someone who wants to do something and and then doesn't do it, right? You're not someone who is easily deterred by the next shiny object, right? Even if you were before. You're no longer this person, and you need to prove to your brain that that's the case. So start now, even if you don't 100% believe that you're no longer this person, you need to start acting like you're no longer this person in order to start creating the results that this person would create and to prove to your brain that you are moving in the direction that you want to be, right? So when you're deciding ahead of time And writing this down, which I recommend because writing things down actually makes it more likely you'll follow through, you're using a portion of the brain called the prefrontal cortex. This is the reasoning part of the brain. It's very future focused and is more of the better decision making part of the brain than the more primitive Of the brain. The more primitive part of the brain is also known to many people as the toddler brain. This is the more impulsive part of the brain, just like a toddler, that goes more for that instant gratification, right? So the prefrontal cortex is more like the adult brain. So The primitive part of the brain, the toddler brain, you can also think of this like a kid in the candy shop, right? If a kid is in a candy shop and there's no adult there telling them like, oh, you can only choose five pieces of candy, that kid is going to go nuts, right? And fill like a garbage bag full of candy and start eating all the candy. So the more primitive part of the brain is not future-focused, just like the kid in the candy shop, not concerned about the, the physical health, not concerned about the cavities, right? The primitive part of the brain is more short-term pleasure-focused. So, by deciding ahead of time, you're using the more adult part of your brain, the more future-focused part of your brain. And when you get in the habit of using this part of your brain over the more primitive part of the brain, it'll get much easier for you to be in the habit of making healthier decisions for yourself and for your future. Because right now, you may be in the habit of using that more primitive part of the brain where you're acting on impulse. When I work with my clients one-on-one, each week we plan for the coming week so that there is a set plan in place. I'm not telling you what to eat specifically like your typical diets do, right? But instead, we plan out all the potential challenges and come up with solutions. We also plan out the new things that will be added in that will become new habits. Most of the time, these things are decided by you, I'd say almost all. Almost all the time, right? With my input if, if desired, if asked for. Meaning I never want you to give up foods that you want to continue eating. I'm never going to suggest foods to you that you don't like. But there may be some foods that you say, hey, I'd love to be able to continue eating ice cream, but I'd feel really good if I didn't have any more than one small bowl a week. So we plan for things like that, right? We also plan out how to make it easier to follow through on intentions like that. And lots of times planning ahead even means talking about how you will think or feel about something if it doesn't go as planned. So, that's work, really working on your mindset, right? Because that's huge. So, that way you don't end up spiraling downhill and you're able to stay on track no matter what. So, if you're looking for or you suspect you might need personalized help with this, an easy way is to sign up for a free consultation with me. We can meet over Zoom, FaceTime, phone. It's for a full hour, so we can really dive into your specific challenges, and then I can give you the solutions that I would recommend to get you to where you want to be. If you're then interested in working together to get those results, you can learn more about that as well during the consult. So you can book a free consult with the link right on the episode page, if you're listening to this episode from my website, or by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult. I'll put the link for this in the episode description on the podcast listening app in case you're listening through iTunes, Spotify, etc. So When you click on the episode in the podcast app, so say like iTunes, for example, when you click on the episode, you'll see an episode description. And at the top, you'll see a link for the weekly tips that I talked about in the beginning of this episode. And then towards the bottom, you'll see the link for the consult. Okay, so planning ahead is definitely a habit that you'll want to create And I can help you, right? I can help you become a true master of this when we work together with one-on-one coaching, which helps in all areas of your life, right? Setting intentions and learning how to follow through on them and making it easier to follow through on them rather than just trying to rely on willpower or memory or what have you, right? So next up is being smart about your beverages, You probably realize, but maybe not, so I'm going to point it out now, that whenever you go out to eat, the number of calories in the meal is usually way more substantial than the number of calories in a meal if you would have cooked at home. Then you add the drinks on top of that, especially alcoholic beverages. So keep all of that in mind when you're making your decisions when going out to eat you can have all of the things. You can have the appetizer, the full meal, the dessert, the couple of cocktails, but just be aware that that's probably going to total around 3,000 to 4,000 calories. Yes, you heard me correctly, and that's all fine, but it might take you a little bit longer to lose weight, right? especially if this is a weekly thing or even multiple times a week. So you get to decide what is a good balance for you, what is worth it, and what's not, and what you're actually going to follow through with. So if you're more about enjoying the food, then you may want to stick with water or sparkling water for your beverage, even if other people are getting alcoholic beverages, right? Also, keep in mind that alcohol will tend to lead to decisions that are a little bit more impulsive. So if you went into the dinner planning that you would not have dessert, that second or third cocktail or a glass of wine or beer may lead you to having the dessert and then feeling badly afterward or feeling badly the next day. Probably also feeling hungover, right? So what you can do is to feel like you're partaking in the festivities right and everyone else is getting an alcoholic beverage you could ask for sparkling water in a cocktail glass or a wine glass with some lemon or lime for example right this can make it feel a little bit more special than just a glass of tap water you could also ask if someone wants to split a cocktail or split a beer or a glass of wine with you so that way you get you know, some sips um, for the flavor and whatnot. And the same thing is true for dessert or even for a meal. And you may feel like you're being deprived because it's only half the amount for either the beverage or the meal. However, when you take small bites or small sips and you enjoy each one more fully, you will not feel deprived you'll feel like you have really taken the time to be more mindful about what you're eating and drinking, not just as far as volume, but as far as taste and texture and taking the time to enjoy all of this. Most Actually, probably 100% of my clients have said that they are eating half or even one quarter or a third of what they would have eaten when they're dining out and still enjoying it just as much. So they're able to still eat out and lose weight in the process. They're eating more slowly and more intentionally and feeling satisfied. Whereas before, they've told me that they wouldn't really be paying as much attention and would end up overeating and then feeling badly physically or mentally. All right, so this last tip is for both unplanned and planned dining out while losing weight. And that is to, besides just enjoying the food in front of you, enjoy the company. Enjoy the conversation. Really try to focus on the person or the people that you're with and what they're saying to you. Look them in the eyes, right? ask them questions, pay close attention to their responses. Really, truly listen. This makes the meal so much more enjoyable. You connect with the other person or the other people more when you do this. Going out to eat now becomes way more than just eating and having a good time. It means more connecting with the people you're with. Deeper and more fulfilling conversations as well, which is so fun. Because that's really where true pleasure comes from, right? Connection with other people, not from the food. Of course, the food provides some pleasure for our taste buds, and we get the little dopamine hit, right? But connection with other people provides such a deeper pleasure. And there's other hormones involved with this, with this connection, like oxytocin, even serotonin can be involved. And these can make you feel really good. So that's what I have for you on dining out while losing weight. Let's connect and get you more help with a free consult. Again, you can do that by signing up at katemjohnston.com forward slash consult or with the link in the episode description or on the episode page. Also, if you're not already receiving the weekly tips, then start now. Like I said, these tips alone, delivered to your inbox every Sunday morning, will help you change your eating habits, stay on track, and start losing weight in a healthier, longer lasting way. You have to read them though and apply them. You can't just sign up and not ever look at them. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Take care and I'll talk with you next week. Become the person who loves her eating habits and her body so you can enjoy more of your life. I'll help start now by just setting up a time to talk with me by visiting katemjohnston.com forward slash consult.